What's up, guys? Welcome to episode number 61 of Beef's Beef. Uh, first one I've done solo in a long time, but hey, I'm happy to be back. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, those interviews or um, co-episodes, I guess. Uh, I wanted to try to get some of those interviews and, and episodes in like that uh, before the basketball season started because, I, I mean... If you think back, I mean, in, let's say, the 7th and 10 days, I will have been doing this for a year. So, I wanted to try to get this stuff in before basketball season started and it coincided with football so that I could get some interviews in there without it taking away from the content that I'm going to have with a lot of this season happening. Because if if anything that we can take from last night, it's going to be an exciting basketball season. Uh, I mean, that is no shade thrown to any Kentucky fan. That is going to be something I'm going to talk about in this episode. Uh, you can't have the Champions Classic and not the night before and not talk about it. Uh, some other things we'll be talking about. I'll talk about um, Louisville and their opponent tomorrow, uh, Nickel State. Not really opening up the schedule like, you know, like, uh, like other teams have, but hey, the rest of our schedule is very, very, very tough. Um, some other stuff I'll be talking about. Obviously, Louisville football. It's been a little bit since I've gotten on here and talked about that. Uh, with Nickel State, I will be in attendance. I do have season tickets again this year for basketball. Um, coaching a youth basketball team. So uh, I, I am happy to be back in in the Yum Center with my, with my season tickets. I'll have my seats with uh, my buddies Parker and Steve. Uh, so I, I mean, I can't wait. I mean, if you think about, you know, if you think about the schedule that Louisville has for the season, let alone its home schedule. I mean, we've already played Bellarmine and Simmons. Uh, you know, to, uh, Simmons the agreement to play them. So I mean, we did it. We gave them gave them some money for doing it. So um, hey, you know, you gotta you gotta fulfill your promises. But I mean, we got Nickel State coming in uh, tomorrow. Uh, but, I mean, if you look at some of the teams that Louisville will have in the Yum Center, uh, November 27th, you have Michigan State. Um, no, I mean, honestly, let's just take a look at Louisville's schedule, basketball schedule. You play Tennessee in the Barclays Center in the preseason NIT. If you win that game, which that's a top 10 opponent for your third game, for, I'm sorry, for your fourth game of the season, uh, you play a top 10 opponent. If you win that, you'll play the winner of the Kansas-Marquette game. And then the game after that, you'll play Michigan State at home. And then on the road at Seton Hall, you take a you pretty, kind of take a game off with Central Arkansas. Then you go to Bloomington to play Indiana. Then you have three, um, and then which you play a home-and-home home with North Carolina. You play a home-and-home with Boston College. Home-and-home um, home with NC State. Uh, you play home again. You play at home against Duke. Home and home against Virginia. Uh, it's Louisville's schedule this year does not, like I said, opens up last year. Didn't make the tournament. They've already played one game this season against Mississippi. Mississippi points team. This Louisville team. Um, we have a we have a few experience scores, but we don't really know what we have. Our depth is lacking. I mean, you go. Your starters are going to be Kristen, Kristen Cunningham, Darius Perry, VJ, Jordan Wara, 
and Steven Enoch. Then you got <clears throat> Quan Four coming off the bench. You got Malik Williams coming off the bench. Um, you got Akoya Gow coming off the bench. But, I mean, honestly, outside of those, I mean, Akoya Gow is just going to give spot minutes because you have two big guys already. Um, you also have, um, I'm sorry, you also have um, Ryan McMahon coming off the bench and Dwayne Sutton coming off the bench. So Sutton and McMahon, or Sutton solid, McMahon is, when when he's playing his role, he, he does well for the team. Um Quan Four is an athlete, and you got. Uh, I, I'm, I've been impressed with Stephen Enoch so far. I'm, I know it's just I've only seen him play against Bellerman and, and Simmons College, but as far as looking the part, <laughs> Stephen Enoch definitely looks the part of six ten two sixty. Um, I think the biggest thing for me though, uh, and I think anybody that really knows me knows this, knows I've felt this way since for this coaching. I've got friends that. Have joined have joined uh, on board since then. I won't mention any names. Not to say that they weren't fully on board, but it took a few things for them to be fully on board. I've been on fully on board since the first time I heard him talk. Uh, just the way he, the way he handled himself, the way he handled the former players, everything. I mean, the stuff that he has done, he's done everything right. If you ask, if you ask yourself. What what do you what did you want Chris Mack to do? He's knocked it out of the park tenfold. I mean, you go out, you have that press conference, um, then you welcome all the former players, which wasn't which didn't happen by the last regime. Whether you liked Patino or not, you can't. That's not an argument you can really make. The former players weren't welcome around really that much, um, and it was never really it was never really understood why. Um, he didn't really welcome the Crum family around very much, which is a travesty because Denny Crum is literally what made Louisville basketball. Without Denny Crum, I mean, you can give a lot of credit, and it's it's with this university wouldn't be what it is um, out of nothing. But he made this basketball team what it is. He made this basketball team a blue blood by being, in my opinion, the team of the '80s. Winning two titles, going to multiple Final Fours and Elite Eight and Sweet Sixteens, and just being a Hall of Fame coach, and more than that, just being a person. And I'm not just saying that because because he's my, you know, because he's my friend, or because I've had him on the show twice. Any person that's ever met Denny Crum, whether a Louisville Louisville fan, Kentucky fan, or someone didn't even know who he was, would all bothered me. But you look at all these players. Back to what I was talking about. You look at all these players. I mean. What can be said about this team is we're going to need big time, big time outputs from the guys we know can do it. So guys like guys like Jordan Wara, uh, we're, we're we're going to need him to take that next step. We're going to need VJ King to take that next step. We're going to need Stephen Enoch to take, I mean, to take the step that he hasn't taken yet and become. A big man that we think he can be, and Malik Williams. We're going to need him to be strong because it's 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 been spoken about the whole time. This Louisville team is going to play a four out one in, which for non basketball fans that means they're going to play four guards and one big man. So Enoch gets in foul trouble. I mean, we really only have a Koya Gal and 
Malik Williams. If we lose Stephen Enoch to foul trouble, our rebounding goes down immensely. And then you got to – I mean, the good thing about having Dwayne Sutton, Dwayne Sutton's a great is a great wing rebounder. Uh, wants to be as a great with his athleticism, but his problem is he's six foot one eighty five, so it doesn't really help you. Uh, but I mean, you get Chris and Cunningham coming in, who's going to be playing with a lot of these scores and Perry King, Nora, and all that, and is the leading assist guy at Sanford University. I think Perry next to a guy that is going to teach him a lot of things about uh, being a floor general and how to really run a team because um, Josh Nickelberry. Uh, I can't think of how to say the guy's name from uh, from Huntington Prep, and then you also have uh, Jalen Withers. Uh, it's this class is going to be loaded. I mean, the guy coming from Huntington, like I said, I can't think of his. I can't think of how to say his name, uh, but he'll be uh, he'll be redshirt next season anyway. But next season is going to be a, a big deal for us leaving because I mean Darius Perry in his junior year. You'll have Malik Williams in his junior year. You'll have as a redshirt senior, Dwayne Sutton as a redshirt senior, Ryan Mand as a redshirt senior, and Jordan Noir as a junior, and then fret all those freshmen I just mentioned. I I, I mean, I, I'm I'm so excited for this class. If you can't tell, but uh, I'm excited for this season. I think if you as you can, um, I don't think this team's as talented as the team last season. Uh, with losing Ray Spalding and as much as I uh, didn't like him, you lose Dangadale. But the coaching is way, way better. And and learning uh, the defense is going to be different. And I think if this team can control and stay healthy, I don't see a reason why Louisville can't can't make the tournament and win maybe one or two games. I was telling my buddy yesterday when we went to see – or when we went to Roosters yesterday, which – I love Roosters. Roosters is one of my favorite places. Uh, one of my favorite places. I love it. Um, so that's a place. That, hey, if anybody knows anybody at Roosters, tell them to give me. Uh, think Louisville could be anywhere from a and I, in front of me, and uh, they were showing Miles Turner walk into the locker room in, Indian, in Indianapolis, and he stopped for a second and looked at this little thing, and I guess it was a retina retina. It kind of was going to cut down any nets or anything like that, uh, but I mean, I definitely think that this team, the coaching, or I'm, I'm sorry, let's let's go to the champions class last night because, like I said, the la- the very first episode I ever did was uh, was actually about the champions classic last year with uh, my buddy Michael Cooper. Which is still my most listened to episode, surprisingly. Uh, I mean, I don't think it'll always be like that. But, I mean, it's pretty cool to be able to win Kansas. Uh, Kansas leading by 14 at halftime. And then uh, Michigan uh, cut the lead down to two or three at one point. I think they missed a three to tie with under a minute left. And then Kansas hit a few free throws and, uh, you know, just kind of put it out of reach. And just being honest with you, eight eight. Uh, they beat Kentucky, and they lost one player, and that so they literally have everybody back. And I've seen them from uh, uh, somewhere around the but they everyone is picking Kansas to win the uh, to win the Big Twelve. Every every team, every person is very disrespectful to last year, and 
they will uh, they'll open their season up on Friday against Kennesaw State. Uh, but I, I just I don't get it. I it's and I'm not doing in Kansas, Kentucky, and and a lot of these other powers like this that get a lot of these one and done players or or players that are kind of unknowns and they're still in the top five. And it it blows me away every season how this always happens. I don't Kansas one time. I'm not the best freshman in the nation. When you have a team in Kansas State is already going to call me haters and all that stuff. But I mean, let's just be honest here. <clears throat> this team was this team was solid last year, and I'm trying to think of what the guy's name was that was supposed to go to the NBA and ended up coming back for them. Uh, I'm looking for their through their guys or through their through their players and uh, let's see here I look at this is Kansas State by the way I'm giving you a little giving you a these were good last night but I, I don't know there's I, I'm, I'm going to I said this from now I'm not saying Kansas State's going to cut down the nets and going to be the best team in the nation I'm not saying that but I'm saying that this team not being in the top 10 is from uh, Memphis Lawson. Uh, I think it's Dietrich Lawson. Is how you six nine six nine junior from Memphis Tennessee. I kind of wonder if he wishes he would have stayed there. Now they got Penny Hardaway as a coach, but who knows? Uh, now Kansas has some talented guys. Don't get me wrong, but now you have DeSosa, who's probably going to be sitting out all season. Uh, you have, I mean, the guys you have back, you have LeGerald Fick, you have uh, uh, Cal. He transferred from Cal and averaged. Uh, but I don't want to sound like Kansas doesn't have talent, but I think the fact that Kansas State's getting slept on so much is um, is ridiculous, and I think that they will – I think they'll win, they'll win the Big Ten and dethrone Kansas this season uh, because it wasn't really – Maybe that's just because I'm not a fan of them. I don't, I've never really been a fan of Kansas. I don't like Bill Self. Um, I don't know, but I, I, me, me just watching as a casual observer, I was not really that impressed with either team. Um, I'm moving on to the next game. I can't say that about the next game. You had number four Duke playing number two Kentucky, and Duke just absolutely put it on Kentucky. Uh, gave John Calipari his biggest loss, biggest deficit and a loss uh, as a coach of Kentucky. Um, just to give it kind of some perspective, coming into this game, the biggest the biggest loss he had had was the game after Norlands broke his or tore his ACL. So, I mean, for a team that was favored in this game, um, I didn't realize it was the same score in both in both halves. It was fifty nine forty two in both halves. They almost put up sixty in both eighty four to Roosters last night, and we were talking about it. It's how do you, how do you feel? I'm here. Probably be one of the best players on any other team in the nation, and he's not getting talked about at all. And, and drops a a quiet twenty two points last night on six of fourteen shooting. Uh, I mean, they're three headed monster in points, six assists, four steals, three assists, two rebounds. And then Zion Williamson, 28 points. So, I mean, I didn't get to watch Kentucky when they played in the Bahamas, so this is the first time I got to see this Kentucky team. But <clears throat> all I kept hearing is how gory. But the way they lost this game, I, I just 
I don't know, man. Watching Gaird, um, I was impressed by him. I was impressed by Keldon Johnson. I thought Keldon Johnson played played very well. He played hard the whole game. And outside of that, I wasn't really that impressed. Reed Travis was decent. Um, but Harrow, to me, which was a guy that I heard about a lot, played scared. It seemed like every time he tried to – or every time he had the ball dribbling towards the lane, he would just dribble around people and dribble it back out. I, I don't know. I wasn't impressed with Harrow. Um, back, I mean, P.J. Walters was 0 for 1. I, I just – I don't know. I don't – this team is, is kind of – because I don't give him credit very much, I'll be honest. Cal has always done very well with getting his teams to play together. Whether you have a team full of five stars or whatever, he's always done well with getting them to coexist. You have, you go back to those those wall teams. It seemed like as soon as they started playing, there was a crap ton of chemistry. They just played in all them. It's like they're just rolling the ball out there and playing playground ball. It, it seemed like every try to score against my man. Uh, Barrett was 13 of 26, Reddish 6 of 14, Williamson was 11 of 13. And then you, the first, the first points that Zion scores is an outside shot. And all you heard in the preseason was, well, he could be a good team until sometime in December. I think it's North Carolina. They have Seton to play Kansas, uh, later in the season as well. But, I mean, Florida just got throttled by Florida State. And outside of Kentucky, I'm not really sure how strong the SEC is. And, now, I'm not going to say that what that was last night was what this Kentucky team is going to be by any means, but uh, if I'm a Kentucky fan, I'm not – some calls have granted, but guess what? It was the first game of the season for them. You can't say we're young. Guess what? The three leading scorers um, – guess what? They're young too. And guess what? You all both got chances to play before the season started. I, I don't know. I mean, this – uh, granted, they have a lot of time to pick it up, like I said, because they don't really play anybody until they play North Carolina outside of Seton Hall. So, figure it out. But um, they'll be in the tournament. I'm not saying they're not going to be in the tournament or anything like that. There's definitely a cause. That game, that game was, if I haven't said it on here, that game was, um, that was when I uh, was in the I moved to the camp of all right it's time for him to go uh, we lose the Virginia 27 to 3 we come home we play well in the first half against Florida State and blow the game down the stretch and lose 28 to 24 and since then you've given up 66 to Georgia Tech you give you went to Boston College lost 38 to 20 you give up 56 to Wake Forest at home, and then you go to Clemson and give up 77 points and lose 77 to 16. Now, Clemson's definitely the second best team in the nation. I don't think anyone's going to argue with Alabama. If you want to argue, that's fine. Go look at a mirror and argue with yourself. And to be honest with you, Alabama's going to be even better next year because all their best players are sophomores. So, Louisville is now 2 and 7 on the season. Uh, losing, okay, then you blow that game. <clears throat> and then you have, okay, well, what are 35 points against a team like Wake Forest that you, you should win? Like, there's no reason that 35 points on Wake Forest. Uh, to me, there's no excuse for how the season's gone. Path so that you all can 
take over the state, I guess, is showing that. I mean, you have Jordan Travis transfer, which everyone talked about that interview. You have Rushy's transfer. You have two uh, two of our top recruits decommit, and it's I don't I don't know. I mean, I I hear things. Um, I I don't. Some things I, I want to say on here. Some things I don't because I don't want to. I don't want to stop hearing. I don't want to stop hearing these things. Um, I'm hearing. I heard that. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know. Like a, a recent recruiting visit. Uh, Bobby wasn't even. Bobby didn't even take the recruit to. Uh, didn't even. Wasn't even the one that took the recruit to dinner. Um, I I don't know. There's just so many things pointing towards the fact that he won't be back next season. And I think the only reason that they're holding off, again, I haven't heard this directly from anyone or anything like that, but I think the only reason that they're holding off is Tim Sullivan from the Courier was actually going um, uh, – Brom turned it down. So, I mean, he's trying to keep as much – heat off of him as as possible which i understand that you have a next season i would bet on it um i i'm doing any more than that but i i would bet on it it's this season this season has gone nowhere close. north carolina's one in seven on the season but they still have more conference wins than you do uh do i really think that those teams are rated should be rated that high no but it doesn't mean that I think Louisville's going to beat them by any means. I, I in 2016 when Lamar won the Heisman, but now I'll say this: we have Syracuse on Friday. We're 21 point dogs, and I don't want to hear Kentucky fans after our game. I'm not looking forward to that. If we do lose, I'm our. I don't. This season has already been hell anyway because you have to hear them because they've had a good season, um, and. I, I don't know. It's it it sucks. I wish I wish this I wish this season was over because we've we're already out of bowl contention. We can't yeah we can't go to a bowl. We just lost that we just lost that chance last week when we got blown out by Clemson. Uh, so we're two and seven. We're not going to go to a bowl game at five and seven if we do win out. So if if you're asking me, I would bet on Brom being here next season. Uh, you can't take you can't take that chance as a uh, <clears throat> you can't take that chance as an athletic department after you just put in that expansion when you're opening the stadium with the likes of Notre Dame next year or yeah when you're opening the season with Notre Dame next year and if you bring back Bob, uh, Chris Mack <clears throat> and I think it just helps I mean I never know so. I think Brom's the right move. I think Brom is the direction they will go. Um, but the promise I did make to Daniel is I, even if I talked about it, first time a person was is going to stick with us is the time we're probably going to fire him. Um, but there's just there's so much smoke that's going around the locker room with or so much smoke that's going around rumors wise in the locker room. Um, I don't know. I just. I don't see I don't see him coming back. I don't see there's any chance of him coming back. Um, I, I see everything I see points towards Brom being here next season, and I hope it happens. So, guys, it's my like I said, it's my first episode in a while by myself. Uh, 
not weird or anything. Hopefully it's not weird to you guys that did not hear me uh, doing an interview. Um, I will do some more interviews, so I'm not just saying that now that the season started, I'm not going to do any other interviews because you guys know that last year I did some. Uh, but these are mostly going to be by myself again. So um, if there's anything you guys want to hear me talk about or anything like that, let me know. Uh, keep liking, keep sharing. I'm up to almost 5,000 listens just on SoundCloud through 60 episodes. Um, I've I've done some things to uh, kind of pre- kind of get the improve the uh, the podcast. Got a new laptop, uh, did some different things. So um, hopefully you guys are enjoying it. I'm I'm still loving it. Um, I I'm, I have a blast doing every episode. I mean the fact that I can sit here talking to a microphone, which I like to talk, talking to a microphone, watching basketball at the same time, and still can carry on a conversation with myself it's funny i just think back to when i was in elementary school and i always got talks too much on the report card so talking has never really been an option for me so guys keep liking keep sharing uh, i'm gonna keep putting out and i'll have some good some more good episodes coming up as far as interviews and 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 stuff like that uh, if anybody wants to go with me i should be going to them to more mercer county playoff game on friday Come out and watch JJ play. He's defensive end for Moore. Come out and watch the the Moore Mustangs play. Uh, I'm trying to cheer him on towards state. I think they got enough talent to uh, to win. Uh, they're going to need some lucky bounces uh, along the way. But hey, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. But guys, like I said, keep liking, keep sharing. I'm gonna keep putting these out. Y'all have a good one.